Freedom versus consistency. Flexible schedule versus expected schedule. Full benefits versus self-found benefits. Full creative thinking versus SOPs and, the, you know, the same old, same old. Having a business and working for a business can sometimes be complete opposites. As humans, we naturally have the tendency to think of the, if, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. Sometimes it can be, and sometimes it can be the total opposite. As someone who has worked a regular job for years and has also led my own business for years as well, there comes some times where I have had the thought, well, maybe it'd be nicer to have one or the other. And I'm sure you have had the same thought. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about, is the grass really greener? Have you ever had the thought of, huh, maybe I should go back to a nine to five job? Or are you truly happy as a business leader for your business? I'm sure you've had those thoughts as I have as well. And so today we're going to be breaking apart the two and I'm excited to dive into today's episode all about, are you really happy as a business leader? Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, I'm so excited to be talking to you all about business leadership versus working for someone in a nine-to-five job. It doesn't necessarily have to be defined as a nine-to-five. It could be defined as many different things, but the difference is being a business leader and being able to make your own decisions and build a company versus working for someone else. Both are equally good. Both have great benefits to them. Both have uh, different schedules attached to them and so and stress levels as well. And so there is goodness in both. And this is not a podcast episode for just the business leaders and owners. This is not a podcast episode for those who are just wanting to aspire to be a business leader. This is a podcast episode for everyone. This is a podcast for you, even if you don't think that this podcast is for you. We're going to be breaking apart both sides, and I'm going to be sharing some stories into um, some examples that I've dealt with in my own business and with people within the business as well and conversations we naturally have. I am just honored to be able to have this voice in your life. I've been thinking about this quite a bit, actually, recently, that I've been doing this podcast for now two years. Y'all, it's been two years. I can't believe it. It's been a wild ride. And I'm just so honored to be here and to be able to speak into your life. We have countless people that will DM us or send us a email or somehow stop by or something else. And they just will tell us how much this podcast has been a blessing to them. And I'm honored to have this voice in your car or in your household or in your ear pods. I'm just honored to be here and be able to speak to you. There's not a lot of education out there for small business owners, especially in the rental industry. Sure, there's been other podcasts about rentals um, in the past that have popped up and popped out, but um, I'm here consistently every single week, and I'm so excited to be here. I know that it's a very busy season for many of us in the events industry, and especially in 2022. 
I'm sure you guys all remember the stats that were coming out at the end of 2021 saying that 2022 was going to be the biggest wedding year ever. And if you're not feeling it, you will be soon because it's coming and it is full-fledged over here at Render. So we're excited to be able to continue to give you this information, even if you come back to it at a later point. All right, let's dive into today's episode all about business leadership and ownership versus being an employee for someone. Now, this is certainly a common thought for many business leaders and founders and for people who work regular jobs. And by no means is it a wrong thought um, or something to be ashamed of or even having the thought of, huh, I wonder if I could do something else. But it should help you gain clarity in your priorities and what's really, truly important to you in the season of life that you might be in. There are certain seasons of life where it was really um, a necessity for me to be an employee of somebody else's versus being a leader in my own business. And there's been really great times and seasons of my life that it's been a blessing to have my own business and to be able to take off some time that I truly needed, especially in the last couple of years. And so there is beauty and there is um, goodness to both sides of the street and I guess the greener grass. Both are super green and um, you just have to choose which one you want to thrive and stay within. Certainly 2020 and 2021 gave lots of opportunity for many to experience what could be in a different position. There's a lot of people that didn't really have the choice that had to find a regular job uh, during the pandemic, even if it's against what you truly wanted. And so while I know that's very true, and unfortunately, uh, fortunately, I didn't have to deal with that, unfortunately, many of our staff members did. And thankfully, a lot of them have come back uh, to be here with us. Um, but during the 2020 furlough uh, time where everyone was being laid off because simply the government shut us all down, we had to make those decisions to be able to stay afloat. And so while it might not have been your choice, you may have had to have the opportunity of having a regular nine to five job. I, in 2020, experienced loss like most did in their businesses and personal lives on super extreme levels. There's certainly a few people in 2020 that didn't have to experience as much loss as many others did, but certainly everyone across the entire globe had to deal with something that was extremely hard, extremely out of the norm, that we typically wouldn't have had to deal with if it weren't for uh, shutdowns and pandemic and all the things that came with that. Levels that a lot of people were forced to experience, regardless of fairness. Y'all, when businesses were shut down, it was completely unfair. Nothing that we all did put us in a position to where we either had to lose our business, to where we had to furlough employees, and have loss like so many of us had. It wasn't fair. It truly wasn't. And there's nothing that you did to make that happen. And so regardless of fairness, regardless of um, life's fairness, because life just simply isn't fair, you had to have different levels of pain and um, hardship and um, ways that you had to experience life and work in new ways. Um, lots of isolation. There was hurt. There was pain. There was frustration. There was anger. There was confusion. There was lots of challenges. There was heartbreak. In many moments that I was able to learn joy, even when it was tough, even when it was um, I would rather have chosen happiness over um, a, um, a heartbreak or over 
a really challenging thing. Um, but I had to learn joy even when it was tough. And I had to learn what true happiness meant rather than a false, empty happiness. I think prior to 2020, a lot of us um, in reality had a, a false, empty happiness. We had this um, fake happiness that we all had to pretend that we were happy, or we had to hide that, you know, maybe home life was really tough, but work life was great. And so we hid the fact that half of our lives really kind of sucked. And um, we had to overcome those by saying, you know what, the world sucks right now. And it's okay to have a fake happy, but it's also okay to find true happiness and redefine what that happiness actually looks like to you. And that can revolve in whether you are in a nine to five job working for someone else, or if you're leading your own business and making your own dreams happen. If you were able to lay your head down at the end of the day and know that you made an impact through your words or your actions in a positive way for one or more people or for yourself, that's me. That's true happiness. If I can lay my head down at the end of the night, or if I can wake up with a pure joy knowing that I made myself or somebody else happy or even a smile, even if they were faking it, that's true happiness. I know that I made an impact in somebody's life and that's important to me, but that's what I define as true happiness. And so I encourage you for you to understand what is true happiness for you. What is true happiness in the state of your life and what you live in and the way that you work where you work, who you work for, who you employ under you, what your family life looks like, what your kids or your spouse look like. There's a lot of different things that can define happiness and a lot of different areas of our life that can impact our happiness. But understanding what your true happiness is at the end of the day, that is what's going to set apart your happiness in whatever environment you are living in. If you are able to bring a smile to someone's face, even if it feels impossible, that's true happiness also. If you're able to give yourself self-care, whether that's listening to a favorite song loud in the car with the windows down driving, or while you're buying yourself something that you've been wanting, maybe it's a pair of shoes or a pair of good jeans that you've been wanting and you were able to finally buy that, that can be true happiness as well. Something that I do in my own life is I make this thing called a joy list. And in this joy list, I'm able to um, define truly what brings me joy, whether it costs me money or if it's free. And I have both things on there. I have things that cost me money and that are completely free. And I like to choose from this joy list every single day, something that brings me true joy. There's things on my list such as a really good coffee from a coffee shop versus my coffee pot at home. Um, a warm hot bath with a bath bomb. That's one of my absolute favorite things. And it doesn't cost me more than maybe a couple dollars for a bath bomb. Um, I really love driving with my car windows down on the highway or on a street on a nice sunny day when it's warm out with loud music, when it, whatever is feeling my, uh, fueling my heart and my happiness. That's what I like to listen to, whether it might be reggae and beachy music or a little Beyonce or maybe a little Kanye West. There's a lot of different things in my uh, Spotify that I like to listen to, um, but that is something that brings me true joy. While I can't do that necessarily every day during the winter, here in Texas, we have moments where like today it's 80 degrees um, and last week it was 40 degrees. And so sometimes I have the opportunity. And something else on my list is a massage, like a really good massage. And that can cost a lot of money. 
And so that's something that I can choose on a day that I want to choose that. And so what I'm trying to help you understand is no matter where you're at, no matter if you're working for someone or you're running your own business, you can be happy happy where you're at. And that's important to know. The key to true happiness can be really found by putting aside distractions and writing these things down. I encourage you to make your own joy list, something that um, creates joy and maintains joy in your life. Um, Write it down, put it in your phone, put it on a sticky note, put it somewhere that you can remember these things and be able to pick it without having to put much thought into it. Do I wonder if having a regular job would make more sense for me? Sure, of course I do. But regardless of you having a regular job, or having a small business, you have to maintain your happiness and what it means for you truly to be happy regardless of your working hours. Something that Kaylee on my team had mentioned to me maybe a few years ago, it was before the pandemic, we had gone on a conference and she had thought about maybe doing something on her own someday, And um, but she really truly enjoyed working for me in the moments that she is here. And we had gone to a conference in Charleston, uh, North Carolina, which if you have the opportunity to go there, highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite spots in the entire world, aside from a lot of other favorites. I just actually recently got back from Hawaii, and that is definitely one of my favorite places on earth. If you don't have the opportunity to go to Hawaii, you should go. All that set aside, we were in Charleston and we were doing this business conference. I had brought her with me because she is a leader on my team and I wanted her to be a part of this experience with me. We had gone with a couple other gals as well from the DFW area. But we went and we learned all about marketing and sales and leadership and business and a whole bunch of things. Numbers. I mean, that was a very uh, long conference. It was three days all day long, and there was a lot to unpack when we got home. But something that she mentioned to me when we were there is she said, Cam, I really um, enjoy you as a leader, and I really think you've grown a lot as a leader, and I'm excited to be able to work for you. And I thought I wanted my own business, but I realize how happy I am working for a small business owner like yourself. And one, that meant the world to me. And two, it showed me that it's okay for someone to truly desire and want to work for someone, whether that's in a big corporate job or within a small business, could be either one. Um, Me as an Enneagram 3, which is a high achiever, someone who really loves to win, I love competition, I love um, reaching past goals and accomplishing them. Um, And my goal as a person in Enneagram 3 and who I am as a person that's something that excites me is business and new business ideas and new products that we can bring in and reaching sales numbers and all that. I love that. It's one of my favorite things because I like competition. And I like high achievement on those things and um, high performance in my life. Those are things that I love and I aspire to do. But there's also eight other Enneagram numbers and lots of other different people and um, types of personalities that don't necessarily like that. And I've realized over the years that it is okay and it is good to want to work for someone, whether that's within a small business or with a corporate company. And if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I really do want to have a small business. I really do want to um, leave my nine to five or leave my corporate job or leave the company that I'm at and aspire to do my own thing, that I encourage you to do so. Reach past your dreams. Dream big. Anything is possible if you dream and you make a plan to get there. 
You know that saying that anything is possible if you just believe. It's true. Anything is possible if you just believe. But a continuation of that is anything is possible if you just believe and you plan and you make really big ideas with a plan to get there. And so I hope that this podcast is super helpful for you in making the next decision and taking the right steps towards your dreams and towards your goals. And that's super important for you to look at. But in the same light, if you love working for someone, perhaps you find a position at a company that uh, aspires to do what you want to do. And maybe you have these big dreams and you can come on with a company that you can have your voice heard and you can make a difference in the world without having to run a business. Because I'm going to tell you, it's, it's tough to run a business. It's tough to be a leader of a business sometimes, especially when the world throws a whole bunch of things your way that you weren't expecting when you first started your company. But it is also good on the other side. So this question of, is the grass greener one side or the other? The answer is, it's green on both sides. You just have to decide what your stress level, your life looks like, your schedule, and which side of the grass you're going to lay on. This also goes for so many things in our life. Certainly, there's a uh, situations where the grass might not be greener on the other side. Maybe it's a little bit more brown on one side and green on the other. Um, but a lot of situations in life, whether it's relationships or children, business or friendships or uh, parent relationships, things like those, usually that's green on both sides. You just have to decide which type of green you want to go with. Does that make sense to you? I hope it does because this is something that really was a light bulb moment for me is that there are green sides to each side. There's seasons where um, like grass, it dies off and it comes back and that's just a natural part of life, right? So if you choose one side of the road, whether you want to be a business leader or whether you want to work for someone in a business, the grass is green on both sides, but there's patches of brown that can come in and creep in if you don't maintain your grass. And so while you might choose one side or the other, the important part of this conversation is that you maintain your grass. You maintain what you're doing in your business or how you're living in your business or as someone who's working for a business. Set up the right things for your position to thrive. If you're a business leader, of course you have to set up your entire business to thrive, but you also have to set up your own self as a business leader to thrive in your position as a business leader. And same thing in a position where you're working for a business, um, you have to set up your position in the way that you work to thrive in your position. While you might not be setting up all the plans for the entire business, you have full control over your position and how you show up for that. And so maintaining your grasp and maintaining what you are doing is the most important part of this conversation of which side is better, being a business leader or working for someone. Both are great. Both are equally incredible and awesome. You just have to maintain where you're at and decide where you're at. And it's okay to flip-flop between the two in different seasons in your life. That is okay and it's good. And it's acceptable in today's world. Back 20, 30, 40 years ago, it was abnormal for someone to switch jobs quite often. It was abnormal for someone to work for someone, start a business, work for someone again, start a business. That wasn't normal. And nowadays, it's completely normal. It's completely okay to decide, I'm not really happy with what I'm doing, and it's okay to make a change. So I encourage you to make changes if you need to make changes. I encourage you to really set up processes and really set up your position, whichever position you might be in, 
to maintain it and to um, tend to your grass and to tend to your responsibilities and set up that position to bring you true happiness. Something if you want to take away from this episode is I encourage you to make that joy list. It's going to make a big difference in your life over the years and I encourage you to make that. I hope this episode has been super helpful for you and I'm excited to see you in another episode here in the future on the Render Podcast. Thank you.